Hello everyone and welcome to From George Coppell 2. My name is Anjali Krishna and I am a senior and the executive editor-in-chief of The Sidekick. From George Coppell 2 is a podcast that discusses something uniquely Coppell on a weekly basis, along with updates on local news and sports. Unveiling a new piece of Coppell culture, whether it be history or current events, the From George Coppell 2 will broach a new frontier each week. Make sure to visit Coppell Student Media and pick up a copy of Issue 5 Off the Racks. The last of college decisions arrived on last week's Ivy Day, April 1st, and decision-making time is in the air for Coppell High School students. Both happiness and upset abounds in the hallways with the results of these decisions for some, while for others it holds no effect at all. Either way, as students' senior years come to a close, deadlines approach for either college commitments or finding another pathway to make money in the future. So this week, to hear about students' different paths for the future, I'll be interviewing three different students on their plans. Today, we're talking to Colin Bizak. Hello, my name is Colin Bizak, and I am not going to college next year. I am going to be getting a job in computer science, pursuing that. All right, that's fantastic. So can you explain why you chose not to pursue higher education after high school? I chose not to pursue college because it's gotten very expensive, and especially in the field that I'm trying to go in, which is programming, Mm -hmm. a degree isn't as important, so I decided not to go. Right. So what can tell me what the plan is instead of college? So the plan is after high school. I already have a job lined up. So I'm going to do that job, which is an entry level job and gain experience so that I can get a higher level job. The entry level job is in Kansas and it is just like a contract job and I got it from my uncle who's also in programming. So that helped a lot. Tell me what factors about high school encouraged you to not pursue college? Well, I wasn't a big fan of school itself. Um, And part of the other reasons why I would have gone to college was for soccer. And I kind of decided I didn't really want to do that either. So that's part of the reason why I decided against going. So how did you find your interest in computer science? Again, that same uncle recommended to me to look into it, and I enjoyed it, and I saw how well he did in the field and how much he enjoyed it, so that's why I decided to pursue it also. So tell me, in 10 years, where do you see yourself career-wise? In 10 years, I'm thinking a solid 150,000 at least salary in computer science, and gonna, I don't know, <laughs> no, that's Unde- that's undecided. <laughs> all right, all right. So do you have any worries about, you know, your paths for the future or is there anything you're thinking about now? The only like thing I'm not looking forward to is like that transition from high school to adult life, finding my own place because I haven't had a job, which means that transition period, I won't really have that much money because I'll be starting a job without money, so that'll be a bit tough. But other than that, I'm thinking it'll go pretty well. And so tell me, what are the subjects you enjoy most in school right now? Right now, I am enjoying my extracurricular activities like art and I I am doing a computer science class, so I'm enjoying that. I'm enjoying statistics a little bit, but that's mostly because of the teacher and 
it's not the teacher's fault, but I'm not enjoying English. It's just not my subject. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And so you mentioned your uncle first suggested you do a computer science career. So how did you go about pursuing that from there? So I basically just self-taught myself on like courses like Code Academy and Udemy and just followed those. And with those, I just implemented them, practiced a bit, learned some more. And it's still a process um, preparing for adulthood. But other than that, that's all I've had to do. And that's all he recommended. So tell me what kind of coding, like what kind of languages you do? So the, the background is JavaScript, CSS, HTML, and then on top of that is Node JavaScript, with it, which that is like a back end, that's all the data, while JavaScript is the front end. And with JavaScript, I'm doing React, which builds off of JavaScript, and yeah, all those go together to make like websites like Twitch, YouTube, and stuff like that in general. And do you have any suggestions for other people who may not want to pursue college after high school? Just make sure to have a plan. Um, it, it's better to have a job, and if you're not having a job, really like prepare and not just cruise along in high school. It, it would be beneficial to like have money so you have some room to get a job. It would also be beneficial if you could start up like a part-time job in the field a little bit sooner. But most definitely, it's super important that you just use this time to learn so that you can have an easier time learning the harder stuff and the stuff that's more important in your adult life so that you don't have to like do it all in the, like all within a month. Right, absolutely. You applied to colleges, correct? Yep. So for what reason did you do that? I applied to colleges because for one, I wanted to see how it went, two, because my parents kind of wanted me to, and three, so that I knew that I'd, if I ever did want to go to college, knew that I could get it. And then you still made the final decision not to go pursue college after getting into colleges. And what do you think that, why do you think you did that? Well, as I said earlier, I just did that because the driving force of like soccer wasn't there anymore and then I just wasn't enjoying school anymore and thought that just living my adult life and getting a job right off the bat would be a lot more exciting and for some reason a little bit less stressful but that might be a little bit of ignorance so. <laughs> All right well thank you so much for your time Colin. No problem thank you. Next we'll be talking to Chandana Suragaraddi. Hey, I'm Chandana. I'm a senior, um, and I'm going to be majoring in finance next year at UT Austin. All right. So can you tell me a little bit about yourself personally? I have been involved in a lot of things at CHS, especially like debate and TSA. Um, I've worked really hard at school and things like that, but now I'm ready to go into college. I don't really know what to expect, but I'm hoping for a fun time. All right. So tell me why you decided to major in finance. It's just something that seemed interesting to me. I 
don't quite know exactly like what job or what career I want to do once I get out of college, but I know that if I do major in like finance or in the business related field, I'll have some sort of skills that could help me anywhere. Right. So academically, what are your strong suits? Um, I would say like math and science, especially. Um, I don't really like writing essays, but I like history, but the DBQs, the SAQs, those are so annoying. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about the college admissions process. So has that been something you've been thinking about for a long time? Um, yeah, my parents both got their master's, so it's always expected that I would go to college. It was always something that I was interested in. And then, so I started the whole admissions process, like, the summer before my senior year. And it was very overwhelming and confusing because there were so many different portals. And some schools only used Common App and some schools only used Apply Texas. And you had to, like, figure your way out through all the different portals. And it was kind of confusing at the beginning, but I kind of slowly made my way through the process. All right. So can you tell me which schools you applied to and what your expectations were going into the college admissions process? Um, I, so locally, like in-state, I applied to UTD, A&M, and UT Austin, and then I applied to Indiana University, University of Michigan, um, UPenn, Columbia, Stanford. I, well, see, I was in the top 6% mm-hmm. that I would guarantee, I would have admission into all of the Texas colleges, so I was like, you know what, let's just try these other colleges, they have good business programs. And I tried to set my hopes low because, you know, if you set your hopes high and then you don't get in, you'll be, like, really disappointed. Mm -hmm. And so I got into some of them. I didn't get into others. But at the end of the day, like, UT is a really good, has a really good business program. And so I'm, you know, like, really lucky that I was able to get into that program. All right. So when did you decide on finance for your major? So when I decided my major, I've always known it was either going to be business or computer science. And then my dad kind of, because he's been in the computer science field, he was like, it's good if you major in business and then you can maybe minor in computer science and that'll be like a really beneficial skill set. And I was like, you know what, that sounds good. Both are interests of mine. So it didn't really take too much convincing. It wasn't really a hard decision for me. Absolutely. So you mentioned that you tried to keep your expectations low, you know, throughout the college admissions process. So how did those things turn out for you? What were you thinking, you know, after Ivy Day last week? Well, I try to keep my expectations low, but you know, there's always that little voice in your head that's like, oh, but like, what if you get it, right? right? Um, that voice was crushed because I did not get into any IVs, mm-hmm. but I mean, it made my decision clearer. Like I had, like, I don't want to say YouTube is a backup option because it's a really good option, but I knew I already had a solid choice for like an undergrad in business so I was like you know what it's fine if I don't get into the other things I will still be okay and I believe you were ranked eighth I think it was correct yes all right and you know how are you feeling you know ending high school on a really high note going to UT but you know missing out on some of those IVs about your academic performance are you on Ivy Day, it was, like, a little disappointing because I was like, oh, I worked so hard, I didn't get into them. Mm-hmm. But after a while, it kind of put things into perspective of, like, it's not like I'm not going to a good school. UT is a really good school. And I don't have to get into IVs for my, like, experience or my academic um what experience for that to be worth it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, just doing that well in and of itself is enough for me. I don't have to have a physical reward of getting into like UPenn for it to all have been worth it. 
right, that's fantastic. And one more question. So can you tell me some more about your extracurriculars? Yeah, so the my biggest extracurricular would be debate. I have been in debate since ninth grade, and I've been the captain for my specific event since my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like world schools debate, it's like a team debate, and it's been like really fun, and I've gained a lot of international knowledge. I also do TSA, which is the Technology Student Association. I compete in the event Webmaster, and last year we got eighth at nationals for that event. And currently we're going to be competing in like at TSA State in a few weeks, so that's exciting. Um, like outside, I volunteered with um, Love Michael, which is a nonprofit organization that helps to employ autistic adults, NHS and like local youth group at the temple just a lot of like a wide variety of activities all right so is there anything you want to say to you know juniors going into the their senior year or heading into the next part of you know doing sats doing academic things any advice you have for them yeah um i would tell them that you are more than your academic achievements it doesn't really matter what college you go to as long as you are happy and it's something that you want to do. So in this process, try not to get swayed by like your parents' expectations for you or all of the other colleges your friends are getting into. Because at the end of the day, it only really matters what you want to do and where you want to go in life. And regardless of where you end up or what path you choose, you're always going to have a good time and you're going to be okay. Thank you, Chandana. And finally, we're going to be talking to Mira Jang. Mira, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Mira. I'm a senior here at Kapow High School, and I'm involved in both the drill team and power guard. All right. So first things first, Mira, can you tell me about your academic performance over the last couple of years? Last couple of years, um, I've generally taken just a lot of APs in the classes I was interested in. I generally got good grades in those, uh, currently ranked number one in our class. All right, so tell me how the college applications process looked for you. So for me, I started actually pretty early in the summer, um, contacting teachers for rec letters and just brainstorming for my common app essay. So by the time that September rolled around and school began, I was essentially done with my common app and I was just starting on supplementals and finishing that up. But it ultimately ended up being that I completely rewrote like my entire common app essay a week out before my first school deadline. So. No, I guess definitely should have brainstormed ahead of time instead of diving in, but I was basically working on college apps up until the deadlines in January, and then I just submitted everything and then sat back and relaxed. So what was your common app about, if you're okay sharing that? My common app essay, it talked a bit about my writing and the communities that I found through it. How did that results turn out for you? Um, it's, it turned out so much better than I expected. I remember Ivy Day... I'd been deferred from Harvard in the early action round, so I wasn't expecting to get in. So I opened it first and I needed to just be like, okay, get out of the way. Like, I know it's going to be a rejection. And straight off the bat, the first three schools I opened were all acceptances, and I was just over the moon. All right, and how are you going to plan on deciding those next? I'm going to visit on the admitted student days, just take a week off from school and like hop from Harvard to Yale to Stanford, because those are currently my top three choices. And I think just to see the school environment will help me a lot because these schools are all generally pretty great in terms of the academic programs I want. And then what major are you? I am planning on, I applied as a neuroscience major, but since these schools don't make me declare a major right off the bat, that could possibly change. But I know I'm definitely gonna go into pre-med track. All right, so can you tell me how you decided on going into pre-med? 
It was just something that I had been interested in for a long time. I remember first grade, um, on career day with my friend's dad, he came in and he talked about his jobs in OB-GYN and I was just absolutely fascinated like with how the body and how it works and I just want to be able to help people while also just learning and studying about something I'm very fascinated by. All right, and then so tell me what are your academically strongest subjects? I would be strongest. Mm, I'd say in general, I'm fairly well-rounded in the subjects. Uh, I can tell you what I'm not, physics. Um, but I think just chemistry, biology, English, history to a certain extent, it's just if I can really get into the subjects and I learn above it, I will naturally do pretty well in class. All right. So do you have anything you want to say to you know incoming juniors who are also trying to get into similar schools that you did? I would say both to juniors and underclassmen don't necessarily do things for the aim of getting into good schools because I think it's much more important to just do what you love and let that passion shine through on your application and the AOs will recognize that. Right. And is there any other statistics you're comfortable sharing with us? Um, I guess AP tests, I've gotten pretty much fives on all of them and then 1590 on the SAT. And you're also part of the CLAM, which is the Coppell Literary Arts Magazine? Yes, it's something that we do in our creative writing class where people submit their work and we work in that class period to put it together. Right now, the other chief editors and I are just working on putting all the pages together. All right, so what kind of things do you like to write? I am very fond of writing speculative fiction, like science fiction, fantasy, just because that was what I always loved to read. So naturally, it's just what I like to write. All right, and then this year you also joined the Lariats, I think, or was it last year? It was last year, junior year. And is there anything you think was key in, you know, keeping up your academic performance throughout the years? I think it's just, it very much comes in the classes you choose to take. If you choose to take subjects you're interested in and that you love, studying for those classes won't feel like work. Thank you, Mira. Now for an update on Coppell Sports. On Friday, the Coppell baseball team played 12 innings against Marcus at the CISD Baseball Softball Complex, beating them 3-2 after losing Game 1 to tie to the Marauders for first in District 66A. The Cowboys beat Hebron at home on Tuesday and play Game 2 of the series away on Friday. Softball picked up another win against Plano West on Tuesday and hosts Marcus on Friday at 7.15 p.m. Coppell Boys Across plays at the Episcopal School of Dallas on Wednesday and at South Lake next Thursday, with both games at 7.30. After its game against Rockwell was moved from Saturday to last Thursday, Coppell Girls Across plays Allen at 7 p.m. on Thursday at Coppell Middle School Northfield. Hi, I'm Anjali Vishwanath, the Sidekick's Daily News and Assignment Editor, and this is your weekly news update. On Tuesday, April 12th, there is a Coppell City Council meeting at Town Hall from 5.30pm. Friday, April 15th, used to be a bad weather day for the district. However, due to inclement weather in February and lost learning time, Coppell ISD has decided to have school on that Friday in order to make up for that time. There will still be a day off of school on Monday, April 18th for a Flex Professional Learning Day for Couple ISD. Enjoy your three-day weekend and goodbye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of From George Coppell 2. Until next time, this is Anjali Krishna and From George Coppell 2 signing off.